Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, RFK Refugees Podcast. Ted and John here, live on YouTube. John, we thought this would be more fun, I think, right? Is that what we thought? We thought this would be more fun. We thought we'd be having a better time with this live show. It's much better. Live shows are better when we win. Who would have thought? Yeah, I think someone said that if we don't blow this team out, it'll be a disappointment. It was one of the guys who covers the team. I forget who it was. So this was a big disappointment then. <laughs> yes, yes. 703-879-4844 if you want to jump in. You can also hit us up on Twitter um, and the chat as well um, if you have any questions, comments, reactions to this. Um, what I'm going to go ahead and call, um, I said, I think I said like as this game was closing out, I'm more upset about this game than I am about the LAFC SC game because LAFC, the loss was just sloppiness. It was just you know sloppy play, sloppy lack of concentration, focus, all things that are very easily fixed. And there, there's an identifiable problem here. Um, I'm I'm very worried about this team right now. They got a lot of games coming up. Um, they lost two two of their wingbacks, uh, which means, hello, Areola at right back. Um, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, this is Sorry. what John gets. He's trying to play the, play the YouTube recording. Um, I, I, you know, and I, I don't think anyone played well. No one played well. Um, I'm, I think it's officially time that we say where I'm worried about Lu- Luciano Acosta. Um, and I say that, do, do I think he played poorly? Do I think he still gave us some moments? Sure. Um, but he didn't do enough. And when you have a guy that you're planning on paying, you know, or offering a $2 million a year contract, a guy who was the, is the most talented player out on that field right now, um, you expect more. And Acosta did not deliver that for me today. Um, I thought he at times was getting frustrated. It looked like 2017 Acosta getting frustrated. Um, He did not trust his teammates to help him out or to link up. Um, In fact, once he finally did start to trust about, I'd say about the 85th minute, um, suddenly DC looked good and attacking. Um, Too many times I saw Acosta dribble, 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 and just did not seem to instinctively trust anybody to, to, to take the ball. Um, and that's not what the best player on the field does for your team. The best player on your field um, raises raises a level of everybody else, brings everybody else up. That's what Wayne Rooney did. Wayne Rooney came to this team and raised the level of every player out there on the field. Um, and Acosta simply d- has not done that in this season and did not do that in this game when they desperately needed him to. Um, I, I, this was his worst game. This He has not, and I think we need to shake the notion of, well, you know, if you look at it accurately, he's fine. Um, he is without a goal, assist, anything, um, anything in three games, three straight games, three straight games of nothing. Um, and the and I, I said this before and I'll say this again. Um, you know, the last time DC had a goal from open play against 11 men, 41st minute against RSL, which feels like decades ago. It feels like eons ago. Um, the narrative is flipped. Um, I am much, much more pessimistic about this team's um, chances. And I'm not even getting into the fact that we are literally looking at if if um, Ariola goes down, we're looking at Akeem Ward as the next up back option, um, and maybe I don't know coming up with some witch magic to get uh, to get uh, uh, Fisher healthy or something like that. I don't know what the next step is. Um, John, I've ranted enough. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think uh, they were bad. Uh, there was one shot on goal, I think. Maybe two shots on goal combined for both teams in the entire game. So that's bad. 
Um, I wasn't there, obviously, since I'm here in my kitchen talking to you. Um, that was a small blessing in disguise uh, because holy moly, was that game extremely bad. Um, when you lose both outside backs and you're stuck with you <laughs> playing your playing your best winger as a left back and then bringing in Jalen Robinson to play right back, uh, that's not good. And we have a game coming up in seven days, yep. less than seven days. Uh, and I don't, you know, as we've talked about previous on this show, neither, neither of us are medical doctors, uh, believe it or not. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know how long it takes to recover from a separated shoulder. I think you probably strap it up and play to some degree if you can keep it in the socket. Uh, but if it's going to keep popping out, that's going to be problems. If you saw Leo Hara's face, uh, <laughs> when that, when it popped out the second time, he was uh, not pleased. It was, he was uncomfortable. Um, and McCann appeared to have a muscle problem in his leg, maybe his quad. That won't be a five-day injury. That'll be another long-term thing. Uh, it's unfortunate. I mean, that, I feel that always happens. When you have a guy that you bring in, like, well, he is the experienced injury cover guy. If something happens, he'll be able to come in and play. It seems like they always get hurt because, A, they're older, and, B, they haven't been playing. So it always seems like you put those guys into service, and then all of a sudden something breaks, which happens to the older the older bodies. Um Overall, uh, am I as panicked as Ted is, or as am I am upset as Ted is? I don't know. I don't know. I think that this team has always struggled against teams that did not seem to have any interest in scoring goals or playing or soccer playing off, or, or playing, playing soccer at all. No, I think that uh, well, that's just not our style, unfortunately. Um, I think even with Wayne Rooney on the field, but specifically with no actual forwards on the field to start the game and not until maybe the 60th minute or whenever America came on. And by the way, they, the team looked better once he came on. They did. <laughs> um, they, they did. They definitely did. Segura is not a forward. I think that's, I think that needs to die. I think that that was a, that was a brainchild of, of Ben that he tried out one time in a preseason game. I think we should, we should drown that idea in the, in the bathtub. It's bad. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah, I, 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 we hope so. Um, I don't know. This is Ben Olsen we're talking about here. Um, as much as I love Ben, as much as I still think he is uh, the right coach, um, he tends to do things like this. And Segura, Segura, when when it was mentioned in the post article that it, it was Ameriqua or Segura, I had in the back of my head, I'm like, I want it to be Ameriqua, but I bet it's going to be Segura because Ben Olsen trusts Segura. Um, and when he when when Ben Olsen trusts a player. Um, he, he trusts a, uh, he, um, he tends to go with them, um, over any sort of tactical idea or tactical shift. And I think, again, you know, we talk about him getting it wrong. He got it wrong here today. Um, I, I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm a little upset. No coach was like, look, Ben, like we know what Montreal's going to do. They're going to sit back. So why are we playing a guy who plays sort of a right holding, you know, midfield center midfield role? Not really a forward. Let's throw Ameriqua out there, who's an attacking player who can who who is willing to take chances and take shots. Um, if you're playing against a team that's going to come at you, um, I don't think necessarily Segura is a bad idea. Um, but uh, when you're in a situation where you're going to be on the front foot and you're going to be the one who's going to be possessing and trying to push the ball forward, and you're going against a team that's just going to sit back and just absorb pressure. Um, in my opinion, you, you should have, I, I would have liked to have seen Ben Olsen just go out and attack him. Um, that being said, uh, one other thing, one other thing I drew from this game, um, none of the subs and I'll leave Robinson out of it because he came in as sort of a last minute emergency sub, but I'm talking about the guys who were brought in, um, to make an impact. Yes. The team looked better with Quincy Marroquois out there, 
but do I really think things changed all that much? Um, I don't think so. And with Rodriguez mm-hmm. as well, uh, we're start. I'm starting to get the point where I'm worried about Rodriguez because yes, he had a fantastic goal off a corner kick. Uh, Rafael uh, uh, Rafael back in uh, when he scored that mid rate at you know half field volley uh, was fantastic as well. And then we never saw him again. Um, Rodriguez is still struggling to adjust the league. And when you come in as a fresh player, you expect to see a difference in the team. And I don't know if we saw a whole lot. Um, so that that for me is very concerning because I'm looking at guys that we said, okay, here's you know the depth pieces. Um, Steber was terrible. Um, I don't think he brought anything to the game. And this might be colored a bit by by my perspective, but I mean, there's just a lot in this game that was just that was just really bad. Um, Ritik Patel um, up on our chat just to get some fan in here. Uh, the game encapsulated pre Rooney DCU in a nutshell. I don't think there's any arguing yep. that. This is absolute snooze fest as well. Um, Dan Butler, am I missing something, or is Acosta struggling to get teammates or create scoring opportunities? Uh, yes, absolutely. I would say 100. percent 100. percent And um, it, again. I know John John has pulled me back from the ledge on Acosta, but I think this game encapsulates how, how worried I am about Acosta um, because I expect him not just to play well. I expect him to uh, elevate the rest of his team, and he has not done that. And uh, to be fair, he's never done that. Um, that's sort of Wayne Rooney's job. But we do have to start thinking about what happens when Wayne Rooney isn't there or Wayne Rooney goes down with an injury. Hopefully it doesn't happen. Um, or when Wayne Rooney gets suspended, like what happened la- like what happened this time. Um, and right now, the answer is not good. Uh, even with Ameriqua out there, I don't think the answer is very good. Yeah, I think also it's hurting Acosta from his per- from the perspective of if these scouts are coming to look at him, it's very obvious that the he is dependent on Rooney potentially to really provide him the space and the creativity to do what he needs to do. The, the the benefit that they have is that they have an understanding with each other and they know where, what each other is going to do. And there were numerous times where a give-and-go option was going to be played or Acosta would do a back heel to somebody, and there was no one there because they don't have the same connection that uh, Acosta does. Acosta has a uh, high soccer IQ, right? He is diminutive. He's small. He's not strong necessarily. He keeps the ball generally. Tonight he had he lost the ball a few more times than he normally does. Um, but both he and Rooney have a good concept of where each other's going to be, where they should be, where the ball should go. Um, other players don't have that. Um, tonight, uh, we talked about on the show uh, this weekend that we were hoping with no Rooney that the other parts of the midfield would pick the, pick the ball up, right? They, they would pick up the offense. Um, it's not the case. This team needs the way this team is structured. They need a fulcrum like Rooney. They need somebody to facilitate uh, the movement of the ball. Um, and Acosta plays much better when he's not that fulcrum. I think he he gets overwhelmed by the pressure to create. And also, I think that it it matters too that the playmaker is uh, if Rooney is the central point that the, that the game revolves around. He's a little bit harder to knock off the ball. He's a little bit bigger. He's a little bit rounder. He can protect the ball a bit more. Acosta was getting kicked around all night um i think there were two yellow cards uh, against him on fouls against him but we got some more questions i want to keep these going um landon long says the game more than anything is an object lesson and how depth is a huge issue in this league yes i talked about that i'm not sure if it was on twitter or i was in the last podcast that this team is very strong uh up to 11 maybe up to 12 and then after that it's a it's a steep drop off and injuries expose that faster than anything else Injuries um, at at 
at one key position positions. at key at one position even like and I think that's what we're seeing right now. We're not seeing. Not um, sorry. Um, yeah, go ahead. Uh, more. We got a lot more comments coming in. Uh, Versengentor says Lucha looks frustrated. Lucha looks impatient. Lucha looks like he's ready to go play for PSG or sulk in the corner. He he did look pretty impatient tonight. He was not. Uh, it, I think we said it. I think the first comment was that he looks like old uh, Lucho of old, and he does in the context of he's throwing his arms up a lot more. Um, players are not getting to the ball, giving him the ball where he wants it, or getting to the ball where he's passing it to his liking. Uh, and he got frustrated a number of times. Name me name me a moment this season when we've seen Acosta do something. Uh, other really than the the goal against uh, Brad Guzan to start the year, name me something where we saw Acosta do something that really made you sort of jump off your seat or really made you say, "Wow, that was incredible." We haven't seen it this year, um, and he's he's still. This isn't to say that he's he's playing, you know, terribly awful, everything like that. He's still probably one of the better players out there on the field, uh, but he's he's just something's something's off. I I, I know he he. You can say to the media all you want about how, well, it doesn't bother me. I don't want to know. I don't want to know about this. Uh, but when someone's coming to you and says, oh, by the way, did you know Manchester United was watching you today? And you have a game like you had against LAFC. Uh, you're going to start to be frustrated because you're going to you're starting to hear that other teams are looking at you and things aren't going well. And when that starts, stuff starts to happen, that's when players start a uh, player like Acosta could, could get easily frustrated. Sorry, continue with the with the comments. Yeah, yeah. I'm the I am the resident Lucha defender. I would say what he's done this year has not been end product. He's kept the ball pretty well. He's dribbled past. He's he's created opportunities for other players. He's created space for other players. Not enough, obviously. Um it's not enough. It's not enough for what he is expecting to bring in value, and it's not enough for the contract that he's rumored to get from DC. Uh, so he's got to turn it around. All right. Yeah. Back to the questions. Um, Landon long again said, it's not just a DC problem. Montreal had a bunch of teenagers on the field and they had no choice, no choice, but to hunker down. I think they would have done that anyway, even with their first, uh, uh, other than Piatti. And I'm, I'm remembering last year when we beat them five nil at home. I think that I, I, I think that they were probably going to set up defensively anyway, even with, even with the roster that they had, they brought with them. But I think that's probably, I think there's probably something to that. I mean, you have to find a way to break them down regardless. You know how they're going to play. There's no surprise in that. And you have to figure out a way to break them down. And the team did not do that. I think we. I think I lost, uh, lost John there, everybody. Sorry about that. This is live. This is live. Uh, live streaming. <laughs> you back, John? I am. Yes, I'm back. Sorry. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> all uh, right, continue. All right, so back, to, back to it. That was that was weird. All right, uh, Lucho. Jonathan M says Lucho is going to sulk himself out of a European contract. Uh, yeah, he might. I, I think that I think that maybe European. I think that Saudi Arabia Saudi Arabian deal might look so pretty good uh, if he keeps playing the way he's playing. Yeah. Um. Oh, we have, we have a pronunciation guide here. Versengetorix. Versengetorix. Okay. I know I know who this person is. but Yeah, um, I, I know him. He, I think I followed him on Twitter yes, for a couple of years. Yes. <laughs> I just, you know, whatever, buddy. Uh, I'm annoyed enough about tonight that I'm going to be ultra contrarian. How high is Acosta's soccer IQ if he can't realize that everyone else around him can't play on the level he wants to play on? 
I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, that, I mean, that, that's the nail on the head for me. I mean, if, if you, again, and I'm going to keep harping on this, you know, look at Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney has to play with the same players Acosta does. Wayne Rooney is clearly of a level that is um, certainly, I mean, I would argue above Acosta or, you know, certainly, yeah. certainly in, in the stadium of Acosta. In, in, the, in the ballpark. He's in the ballpark skill level. And Rooney has found a way to sort of either play himself down in the right ways where he can link up with teammates and make and be a difference maker. Um, Acosta doesn't do that. And and we've it's been so evident. It was evident in 2017. It was a little bit evident in 2016 as well, certainly. And it, it's certainly evident um, in that Montreal game as well. Uh, Rithik Patel again says, I expect Lucho and Steber to leave in the summer. That was the last time I imagine you're going to see Steber start a game. Yeah. Unless there's injuries <laughs> at the wing. That was that was bad. You might see him in the Open Cup. You'll probably see him again as a substitute, particularly in road games. Uh, he, he, he does looked, fine off he the was, bench. He, he, he does – he's – does pretty well off the bench starting no absolutely not i think it's the last time you see him that was not good um dan butler says who's up next if mccann and yara are out uh, for the next game i think it's probably going to be robinson uh, i don't i think that they're going to do everything that they can to keep akeem ward off the field if they can mm-hmm. um it probably be, i would my guess would be they'd start Ariola on the right and then robinson on the left neither of them are left-sided generally they're both right backs by default if there's going to be you know, anywhere they're going to put them, but I, uh, Ward, they don't want to put Ward on the field yet. He's not, he's not fully ready. I would, I would guess. Yeah. Um, Robinson, brilliant, Burnbaum, Ward as a back line makes me nervous, says Landon Long. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It should. Uh, I mean, Colorado is not the most dangerous attacking team we're going to play, but they've, they've scored goals. They don't, they're not like historically inept. Um, and we're away. Right. Yeah. So, they're not. They're not going to set up like Montreal. They're going to try to play us. So be prepared, I guess. Um, interesting how similar this felt to to the preseason games at Tyler Orton. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, I think that. I think I mean, a lot other, of that other than losing three nothing, I I guess would be the the one caveat there. Yeah, but as far as ha- as far as the way the offense looked with Segura as the as the fulcrum as the as the attacking point, I'm trying to think what. Ben saw maybe it's in training. Maybe he's a maybe he's a clinical finisher in uh in training. I think what we talked about is Segura the next Connor Doyle. Is he the defensive forward? Is that what is that what he sees? He sees like a potential strength there. I don't know, but that could that could account for some of the similarities. Uh Quincy and Durkin should have started, uh, says Rithik. Uh yeah, I think Dirk I, I, that's actually a great point. I want to talk about that. Uh Russell Knaus has not looked very good to me uh, this season so far. He, he, out of the two of Moreno and uh, Moreno and Canals, Moreno has been much better in my opinion um, than, than, than Canals has. Canals looked a lot better at the end of last year. Like most of these players did. Um, He wasn't injured coming out of camp. uh, But I would say that the, his ability has not, he's not been as sharp. And I think that Durkin in Colorado I don't think I'll start him in Colorado. I would have started him tonight. I think I would. I think that would have been an okay move. We talked about what the lineup we wanted to see. You predicted Segura at, at start at, at striker. I was thinking in a way, uh, and we also we both predicted uh, Zoltan at, le- at left mid and, and thought there wouldn't be a lot many other changes, and there weren't. Um, but what do you what do you think about what do you think about the way Canales has played so far this year? 
I mean, I think you know the first two games. I think Canales was fine. I think he was he was part of that part of that tandem. Um, I think obviously he had a rough game against LAFC. Um, I don't really think he was all that bad against Montreal. I'm not really focusing on him. Um, I thought he shored up himself a little bit more defensively. Um, I I I remember a couple of times I thought he made some some good plays to sort of keep uh, sort of keep you know Montreal from getting a, a cheap you know, counter and a cheap and a cheap goal. Um, so I, I, I think, I think, I think Canals's, uh Canals criticism is being sort of tainted uh, by just how bad the team looked overall. And I'm not saying Canals was fantastic. If he was fantastic, we probably wouldn't be talking about as John pours wine right on radio. Uh, sounds good. Look, he, he, he is preparing, <laughs> yep. preparing well. Um, but I don't think Canals was all that bad in this Montreal game. I'm not really worried about him necessarily. Um, I would like to see Durkin maybe get some reps. Maybe he brings something a little different. Um, I, you know, I don't think he's been bad, but I don't think Canals has been spectacular. That you that you, that he isn't. He is a he is a pen uh, a pen and starter. Um, yeah, he's not untouchable. There's yeah. no regardless of what. Now I've been paying. I paid attention to him pretty closely tonight because of the way he because of how poorly he played in the first forty five at L A. Um, he was better, but I, I still think he had a lot of problems. Go ahead. Yeah, seven oh three. Uh, 703-879-4844 if you want to jump in uh, live yes, on the please show. Call. Yes, please call. Uh, we, we talk and we talk, but this is a live show and this is a calling portion. We're getting great comments on here on YouTube, uh, but please call in. Uh, so please call in. Make us a call. We know some of you have the number. Some of you some of you all called, so feel free to jump on in. Come on, one of y'all. One of the 11 Tyler people. Or- <laughs> Tyler Orton says, Canals has looked rough. Lots of mistakes the last couple games. I agree. Rithik Patel says, "Do you guys think Ben will start Ward on Saturday, or will Ariola play there?" I think I think we both said Ariola will be the likely choice. Yeah. Um, Ward is Ward has looked uh, uh, inconsistent for for Loudon. I've seen every game; he's had moments of good play, and he's had some mistakes that are, um, you know, predictable for a rookie playing in his first season. I don't think you want to make those at the MLS level. Uh, Jonathan M says, who is having a worse season so far, Lucho or Flow Sports? Okay. I want to talk about this. Okay. So we talked about on this weekend about this fan base's propensity for doomsday um, early on often. Flow Sports is free right now. You can get it for free. It's free. It doesn't cost any money. Uh, you get it for the entire month for free. Here is the only reason that you should be mad about Flow Sports right now. You have an Android, you have a Amazon TV stick, Amazon Fire Stick. Apparently there's a problem with that. Or Chromecast. And that's the way you stream things. And the Chromecast has been iffy or whatever. Otherwise, there are there are people that are still extremely mad at Flow Sports right now. Right now, right now is the only month you can't be mad at them because they're giving you their product for free. Um, the behind the scenes stuff this week was a little iffy. Um, I thought some of it was good, some of it was not that some of it wasn't that good. Um, basically for, from, from a flow sports perspective there, I think if you, if you take the deal and just look at the fact that, um, they're broadcasting the games and, and take away the, all the ancillary content thing, the way they sort of sold that, you know, this is going to be DC United TV and you're going to have a coach's show and you're going to have all these, you're going to have all these great insights behind the scenes. If you can divorce your mind from that be like, I'm just paying $70 to watch these games. I shouldn't. Because MLS, MLS, I used to get all the games on uh, Direct Kick for cheaper, and ESPN Plus is cheaper, and I get more games. 
If you just say, all right, I'm having to pay more for these games. It's stupid, but that's fine. Then I think you can get around that. But if it, if they're still selling themselves as like this end to end content provider solution, uh, then I think then I think it's fine to be a little more a little less satisfied with with what their offering is. Yeah, I mean, I I watched the game today on my Apple TV and no problems, right? no problems, hundred percent fine. Um, I have it hardwired in, um, everything like that. Now again, I'm not, I'm, we're not, we're not discounting, we're not discounting if you're having issues. We're not saying oh your your issues are false or they're invalid. We're, we're simply saying that you know the for at least from what we can tell, you know, I I agree with the I, I do think it's upsetting they don't have support on things like Fire Stick and Chromecast. In my opinion, yep. that that should be. Like that should have been solved by now. It's been a month. You, you, when you got this deal, you should have been pushing to get an Android, you know, app in there. If you're going to make this push, you should have had it beforehand. First of all, you should have had it already yep. in development. If you're pitching this deal, um, but you know, you make this type of investment, it should be more available. Um, you know, I plumped the money down for an Apple TV. There were other reasons I did that, not just Flow Sports, uh, but that was a major part of it, and I did it. Um, and it, it worked really well. No issues, but um, I can understand people who are frustrated trying to uh, use it other ways and it, it, uh, it not working the way they want it to. So, um, so. I, the UI is garbage. Yeah. The, oh, I, yeah. So I, I just bought I just bought a uh, uh, what do you call it Roku, like a cheap Roku for one of my TVs, and it has the Flow Sports app. But I cannot imagine a more bare bones interface ever created. Like it, like I'm trying to think of like 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 baby's first app. Like what? It, like like the TVOS first app that they made. Like let's make the Flow Sports app. That's basically what it looks like. It's not good, um, but the Apple TV one is fine. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The broadcast is fine. It it feels very much like the News Channel Eight broadcast, just in high def to me. I don't know how much of that is just Dave. Um, it might just be. It might just be that like Dave and Devin just create a, you know, a familiar soundscape for me. I don't know. Yeah. All right, we've got more comments. I want to keep them going. Yes. Uh, Dan Duckwitz says, take his real estate license away until he gets hungry again. Referring like to Russell Canals, yes. Yes, sorry, I should have I should have stated that. <laughs> um, Landon Long says, uh, Pavel Maurer tweeted, Olsen says, Leo Yara uh, dislocated his shoulder, training staff got it back in. I saw that, that was gross. Um, describes his prognosis as a couple days, maybe a week. McCann's injury, a hamstring issue, not ideal. Okay, so McCann is out for a bit. Yeah. McCann's out for at least at least probably three games. Um, um, I don't. Hara's Hara's yeah, prognosis I'm, seems a little better for me. I'm I'm a little bit less now jumping off the ledge because Hara it, for one the one signing who's been excellent for yes. the new signing has been Leonardo Hara. He's been absolutely the best signing this team has had. Um, so when he went down, that's when I think my mood started to turn because I was like, dear God, what's going to happen? Um, he um, I, he won't play against Colorado. They they will they will they will give him at least a week, mm-hmm. even if it says it's a couple of days to a week. They're not gonna they're not gonna play him. That would be insane. They won't they won't do that away to Colorado. I believe if I remember correctly, I don't have the stats. If we had some nerds that were listening to this, they could look it up for us while we're talking. They're they're on the road uh, record against Colorado has not been that great. Similar to RSL, RSL I think even more. RSL goes back to the their I think well, their when they played in College Stadium. They, it was the last time they got a win. I think. Freddie Adu was playing for RSL when the last time they beat him. It's the difference between having a competent ownership and a non-competent ownership. Let's be serious sure. about that. Sure. <laughs> or an ownership that um, cares versus an ownership that doesn't care, and that's Colorado. Um, yeah. Tyler Orton says, I'm an optimist. 
Why should we all not fear that the sky is falling? All right, I can do this. I, I can I can approach this. I am the I'm the resident everything is fine guy. I think tonight. Um, why should we not fear that the sky is falling? Rooney's gonna be Rooney will be back against Colorado. Rested. So our forward problems will be will be solved in some way. Um, this team should be motivated. I think they they should have been motivated tonight, and I think they probably were. They were stifled by a Montreal team that was not interested necessarily in playing soccer or scoring a goal unless there was some weird corner opportunity, perhaps. Um, so Colorado's not going to set up like that. We're, DC is good, but they're not good enough to inspire a team playing at home to bunker. So I think we'll have more opportunities for soccer. There will be more than two shots on goal combined between the two teams this weekend. I will bet the house on that one. Um what uh, one more reason why you should not be concerned um it's early and the team i think the team even though now we're showing sort of our the the, the seams are showing on the back line uh with these injuries and the midfield is still healthy i think if we could find a way to get Ariola in the midfield and not have him play <laughs> not have him play right back i don't think it's possible based on the numbers that we have uh there are open roster spots I don't know. I don't know if there's. I don't know if there's players that are unattached or players that we can move in at, at a late date. But there are. We have open spots. Um, they should be. They should be upset uh, about the fact that uh, they have. We have open spots and we have one striker other than Rooney. Fans should be mad about that. We, we were mad at about it about the beginning of the year. We should be mad about it now. Um, but in general. I am medium. If we go to Colorado and get beat three nothing, then I'm not medium anymore. Then I'm then I'm I'm full team. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that'll be my that'll be my the hashtag. Um, Landon Long says I've actually been blocked on Twitter by babies for pointing out that ESPN's plus streams dropped too. A huge portion of this fan base is going to complain about literally anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah, there there are there are people out there that do that do a fair share of complaining. Um, I'll admit, you know, and I think everybody because ESPN Plus is so cheap. I think there's a lot of things that ESPN Plus gets away with, and the streams do drop out. It was not a perfect launch of ESPN Plus. I remember when I first got it, there were a whole bunch of problems um, that were uh, a rot that uh, that became prevalent very early when I got ESPN Plus. But it was cheap, so it was like, you know, am I getting complained about something I paid five bucks for? Um, you know, a five bucks a month that literally comes out of my bank account and I don't even realize it comes out of my bank account. Um, you know, no, not really. Am I going to complain a little bit more of something I got to drop 70 bucks for? Yeah, a little bit. It, it's a, even though I'm paying, you know, $14 more than what I'm paying or $12 more than what I'm, what I would pay for a year of ESPN plus, um, it makes a difference. It, it certainly makes a difference. So, um, what do you, what do you think about Quincy's, uh, time on the field? So we've got some tweets, from Sarah Colassi, who I believe covers uh, MLS for at MLS Female. Uh, she said that he made some great chances while he was in. Todd Peterson said he's always been pesky and he's caused DC United fits for years. What do you think about sort of the role he plays on this team as clearly not the the guaranteed starter for Rooney when Rooney's out, but as far as the uh, end of game change of, change of pace guy? He almost had a bicycle kick that could have been the game winner. I was Other actually upset that, at him. I thought he should have left it for Segura, who had a much better angle. Like I was, I actually, agree with you. I was very furious with him about that. I was like, just he, he was trying to be. And, and this is, this is, I guess, sort of my. 
I like that he came in and sort of did he did affect the game a little bit. Again, I don't think any of DC subs really affected the game enough for me to say, wow, what a difference they made. Um, and I think Ameriquois is in that camp. I thought things got a little bit better with Ameriquois out there. Um, I thought he had a little bit more um, a little bit more offensive uh, prowess certainly than Segura. Things looked a little better. Um, Acosta started to connect a little bit. Um, what frustrated me most too is. I remember there was that the, the last two attacks that the team had were the best they looked all game. And they looked they were actual passes that were being linked and connected and 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 players were moving and actually like trying to move. It it seemed there was a lot of like stagnation in the offense. Like no one quite knew where to go or where to move. And then those last two attacks, finally things started to to open up a little bit. Um as far as Ameriqua goes, uh I mean again, I think he's he was fine. He's fine. Um, I would like to see another a better option up top. Um, I don't know what I, I. I'm pretty sure Maddox is still on the bench um, and and getting spot starts when Adi. He made team of the week. He did make team of the week. He did make team of the week. I think he got a, a penalty kick goal if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, but still, I mean, Maddox sort of left with the idea that he wanted to be a starter, and he's kind of very much a backup right now for for Fernando Adi, and I don't, I don't think that's really changed. Maybe maybe it's sort of changed. I, but based on it might change now that he's in the like rehab jail for for right very much yeah very true (laughs) so yeah good we got another comment coming in from jonathan m uh ariola is playing like a guy who wants to be a first choice usmnt he's i've always been a fan and i think he's team mvp this early on outside of bill i think absolutely i talked about uh, how he was the only player in the lafc game that was consistently moving uh even when the score was three nothing all over the field he was he was still he was still trying. Um, he's he's been he played left back tonight. Ted tweeted, you know how in the preseason we said that he was we were going to see Ariola at right back. We didn't. We saw him at left back. Yeah. And what the hell Sorry. was that about? But but my wing position, wing back position, we're back. Yeah. You know, we're back where we started. We're back where we started. <laughs> we are. But it took a couple injuries injuries yeah. for us to get there. I feel. But I absolutely. I, I Jonathan, I agree with you. Um, He's played and he's also played well for the US. Mm-hmm. I think I think Burhalter sees him as an absolute pencil in guy. Uh it's a team that's young and he wants some players to have that little bit of experience. Uh and f- unfortunately for Ariola, the last point of him having that experience was losing uh on the road to get us out of the World Cup. But other than that, he's been uh, of the players that persist, but aside from Ted's l- continuous love for Michael Bradley, he is one of the few remaining older players that uh, that I think you'll be likely to see uh, going forward. Ariel is only like 23, 24. You know that, right? No, no, no. I, but older, I meant like part of the old regime, part of the previous fail team. Basically. Fair enough. Fair enough. He, he's on the younger side of that old regime. Um, he's the Dempsey of 2006, basically, is what I'm going to call him, because he's a young guy who still is who still is definitely going to be part of this team coming up coming up the world cup um in qatar in 2022 um we didn't get any calls today and you know the comments are great everything's great <laughs> ted you sound so mad I, well you come on like, you sound like an angry disappointed I, parent like we didn't get any calls today. we didn't get any calls i'm i am going to be disappointed the, com- the comments are great but everyone has a cell phone we 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 paid we paid money for this number so people could call in during these shows so you know, come on, someone call in, someone call I in. I think part of this, part of this was the a Tuesday night at ten thirty, and the game uh, was terrible. Everybody wants to jump on when the game's good. Everybody wants correct. to jump on, but no one wants to come on. You know, like I think this was such a nothing game that it's just kind of like. I mean, I was upset in the beginning. I've kind of calmed down a little bit. 
Um, I've kind of come down and said, okay, it's still a long season. You know, I've kind of come down a little bit, but um, I could see some people being like, this is a nothing game. I mean, what else, what else could I add to this conversation? But <sighs> Dan, Dan, Dan Duckowitz says no. I guess he doesn't want to call in. I guess that's what he's calling about. I Dan, I would prefer that you call. I mean, I think you're a Patreon subscriber and you, you tweet us. I think it, you should, guys should call. Give them the number one more time. We're going to stay on for three more minutes if we three don't get a call. Three more minutes if What's we don't the get a call. 7034. See, I really should commit this to memory. 703, uh, sorry, 7, uh, 879-4844. 703-879-4844. We should have it displayed on the, the thing somewhere. We should. Well, we're learning. I think that this is this is good. I think that uh, this is our second this is our second video podcast, basically live on YouTube. Uh, the comments have been great. Again, we're gonna work on this. Yes, I think this is a good this is a good format for us. We're obviously beautiful. It makes sense that we're on video instead of just on audio. I think that we're gonna continue to grow this this component of our podcast. Yes. I, I would like to I would like to do a, a quick sponsor for Harney Lane Wine out of Lodi, California. They make many wonderful Zinfandels. Uh, that is their specialty. They also make a rosé in the summer that I would that I suggest you guys get behind. They do not distribute to Virginia, however, so you'll have to join their wine club if you really want to get their wines. Just want to just want to share that. Uh, we've got no more comments and we've got no more calls, so I think that we should probably uh, we should probably wrap this this, this shindig up. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, we last thoughts. Last thoughts on a zero-zero draw against Montreal on a Tuesday. I don't know if there's uh, I don't know if there's much else uh, really to say. Um, it wasn't a great performance. There wasn't a whole lot of things uh, happening. Um, we we are going to be back. We should go ahead and uh, we should tweet um, that we will be back. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. Right? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Thursday. We're recording Thursday. I think we'll put this out. Um, we're recording Thursday. Um, we're going to have a uh, someone on who's going to talk a little bit of Colorado. Uh, again, we're trying to keep uh keep that road going and keep everything keep y'all uh informed more informed than you were last week so um uh twitter.com slash rfk refugees patreon.com slash rfk refugees facebook rfk refugees podcast and uh yeah i think that'll be it so uh thank you all so so much for listening and we will catch you all next week vamos vamos